It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free 888-994-4995, Studio A, right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. This is Hangover Tuesday. Yeah, you weren't feeling any better over there. I didn't realize that there was going to be booze at the VIP building piece. Mm. And the more people you talk to, so if you talk to one person, you're having a drink with them, right? A new person shows up, you gotta have a drink with them too. So is one turns to did? two, turns to 12. You having a hard time over there today? I'm having a real hard time. <laughs> real hard time. But I see that. It was a fantastic uh, gig last night. I don't think that they expected the numbers. I shouldn't say that. Vic told me this is going to sell out. And I don't know how he knew it. The other one that they did up in Lake Worth sold out as well. But this place, they closed the doors at 830. And there were people still coming in because I was watching the gate until 831. Well, they've had fireworks at the amphitheater for years and years that people would go out there but i think this is the first time that vic was the sponsor have you Oldies. been to this amphitheater i have not but people in west boca always talk about that's where they go for fireworks year after year after year that place i have never been to i didn't even know it existed i they have another there's a hill right and it looks down with a couple of trees that still aren't maturing they're getting bigger but it's slow and, and the whole thing was full Behind there, there's more land, right? And then there's the lake. That's they've got baseball fields, right? And the That's water park is out there. there. Yes, but I was thinking there weren't many venues and many trucks. We have a gentleman and his wife that came in um, from the venue last night. I spoke to them first before anybody. Florida and he, crepes, and they ran out, so we don't have any crepes well, today. Well, huh? he always wanted to be on radio, ah. so we're going to give him a chance to do his nice. stick, his stuff. Nice. And I said, well, come on down and we'll talk about what happened. His wife is pregnant, by the way. She may give birth any minute. Congratulations. Any minute. And she giggles and laughs about everything. She's in stitches over what he said. <laughs> so we should have some fun with it. So happy Tuesday. You're going to get out of this. P.T. Barnum, the American showman, was born today in 1810. I saw the movie. Today is National Graham Cracker Day also. I had mine with peanut butter. <laughs> but but this is an interesting conversation we're going to have today because they had a booze truck there and they had a burger truck there and then they had him. The Florida crepes. And there's a whole science to this thing. You know, do you like crepes? Do you have like Nutella banana crepes or do you eat like Swiss cheese and ham and cheese in a crepe? I had a crepe. Come on. And the reason that I went to talk to them was I wanted to know what the hell a crepe was. You've never had a crepe. Linda's had them. I have never wow. had a crepe. I've never Bonnie, tasted talk about deprived childhoods, right? No crepe? Exactly. Exactly. And his are 
Now, he's from the UK, I believe. We're going to find out. And I think they're French crepes? No. The English crepes. The yes? No? He's from something? the UK, but you have French crepes? No. I have no idea. Yes? French. French. French, French crepes. And he's from the UK. Aren't crepes French by nature? I have no idea. This is one of the reasons they <laughs> Right? Hear. Aren't crepes French by nature? Yeah. I think so. Crepes are French? Yes. How do you know? Like cannolis. That's cannolis Italian. are Italian. <laughs> <laughs> like rice and beans, which aren't Puerto Rican. I don't know, but I'm hoping you're going to come out of this whole hangover situation you've I'm had. Up, I'm up. You know, we start meetings, and you're not the one that usually gets up and leaves the meetings. Because I had a sense that somebody was here, and I almost I was looking for a number. I didn't have a number, and they're standing in the in the lobby. Oh. And the kids didn't come get me. Maybe now, they didn't know they were there. They come get me if they have a broken nail. Maybe they didn't know they were there. They came in so quietly. They neither were there. He says he had a delicious taste of his wonderful glass of water. Oh, okay. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to it's Tuesday. I feel like we're just behind a day here. The Brooklyn Cafe Show. Our phone lines are open, 888-994-4995, Studio A. Get that rocking and rolling. We've got some great new ideas that we're bringing forward this summer business growth and coaching and call to actions and new networks. So a lot of great things that we've been working on over the weekend. You see, that's one way of saying it. How would you say it? I'm from the Bronx. You know, pick up the damn phone and call because cool. I want to hear the phones. I got yelled at this morning by my producers that you guys ain't calling. We've never been a big caller. No. But we numbers are tremendous. So if you take half the numbers, and they call in. Oh my gosh. They're gonna be in a lot of trouble over Oh there. my gosh. How about just one call? 888-994-4995 Studio A. Let us know how your Fourth of July weekend was. Yours was very eventful. Mine was pretty quiet, pretty chill. Yeah, I like you're to gonna find out they were there. How many people were at this event? How 4, many? Twenty five hundred. It was packed, yes? I think it was slightly. And it was starting to swell because it went over to the other side. I don't know if you could see the other side. That's where the fireworks were. Did you see the fireworks? Uh, briefly. You see so, that you guys to pick up your mics. So on the other side, it got it, it got swollen. Swollen? Yes, that's what Margarita, Margaritaville was. I almost won this stupid trip. You saw they called the ticket to win the free trip to the Bermuda, I think it was. I was the next number. Seriously? I said, what a joke. Sure, Linda didn't have that one? It doesn't matter who had it. It matters who wins it. That's what I meant. Linda didn't have the winning ticket. If you had the next one. No, no. We had the two below. Unbelievable. If I had one, forget about it. Forget about it. Would you have gone? Yeah. When do I leave now? <laughs> you guys, can we lighten up the gain on their camera, please? So tell us about the event. There were food trucks. This was sponsored so, by Oldies. It was Oldies and the Parks Department, but Oldies, uh, Vic Latino. Check that name out. His name is Vic Latino, the owner of 95.3, 96.9FM, and 1470 I thought his name was Vic Canellis. You may know him as Vic Canellis. I know him as Vic Latino. <laughs> Just wondering, because the radio stations, this is Vic Canellis Radio. And these guys were all big, big DJs in New York in the day. Big, big. And when I tell you big, Madonna big. Nice. Um, and these guys now um, have gotten into the radio business. And they wanted to highlight that yesterday they turned over WNN from talk radio to music radio, except for 6 to 8, because we had the community liaison, whatever the hell that means. So Vic asked me to take pictures, meet the vendors, so I went over there and met the vendors. And I was like, what the hell is a crate? 
At first, I thought it said creep. Then I said, wait a minute, that ain't right. I said, crepe. And I've never had one. So I met this gentleman, and he's British, and he's always wanted to do a show on radio. So I said, well, come on yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I, I grew up listening to talk radio in England. Somebody called Dave Barrett. I would go to bed and listen to these phone-ins for years. Um, so I, was, I always loved radio and all sorts of media. And you've never been on radio before? I don't think so, no. College? No. I used to work in media a little bit, but I was never, you know, this, I was never this side. I would just sort of help with Facebook Lives for somebody and things like that. I like that they gave you the sparkle mug. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't me. I know, it wasn't you. It had to have been Bailey. Great There's coffee, by the way. I can't you wait like to the try coffee? this Brooklyn Caffeine uh, Cafe Show coffee. <laughs> I, I can't wait to try that. I'm looking at just looking at the environment. They gave him the sparkle mug, but that's nice. Well, yeah. tell us about your crepe truck. I can't believe you've never had a crepe. I never had a crepe. What's well, we we started. We back. decided to do a, a French crepe truck about six months ago, and from the, I don't know. Well, the idea came from about 20 years ago in the UK. I come from a city called Bristol, and I used to work um, an evening shift in the city centre of Bristol, which is the si seventh biggest, sixth or seventh biggest city in the UK. So there's lots of um, pubs, clubs, things like that. So I would be one of these people that worked at a, as a street vendor, essentially, and um, for somebody else. For, and then uh, I did a couple of jobs like that, uh, two different cuisines. One was French crepes, so I just used to make them. And then another one was Liège Belgian waffles, which is kind of a, it's, lo it's like a mixture between a donut and a waffle. You don't really have them in the US so much. They Aren't those as thick? Waffles that you put ice cream on? Well, they kind of have pearl sugar inside. Uh, oh, wow. um, there was a, a company featured on Shark Tank, and they got a deal. So th they are becoming more popular um, in the U.S. But um, so at some point, I might sort of circle back around to that idea and maybe do another food truck. But the French crepe idea really came from that. So six months ago, we kind of stepped off the diving board, if you like. And we, we basically were renting a place in Jacksonville, which is where we're from. And from the day that we got it, we decided we, weren't, we wouldn't sleep at home. We just decided that we were going to put everything into it. So we started what is basically now Paris Street Food uh, food truck, which is solely crepes. So that's our story in a nutshell. Do so you make the crepes? We, we make them from scratch. You just scratch. don't fill them, but you make the crepes. Yeah, we make them from scratch. So there's two different ways you could do it. The, the, the crepe truck that we bought was from by a French gentleman. He'd made the truck in Tampa, an, a sort of older gentleman, sort of near retirement, and they ran it for two or three years. So we use a recipe. So we mix up the eggs, the flour, the sugar, and the salt. We do things from scratch. You can go with a short shortcut and buy a mix and just put water in it, but we don't do that. So we make everything from scratch, and all the ingredients that we put in are fresh. So they're, you know, whether or not you would get this specific French crepe with this ingredient in, in, far, in Paris, you know, maybe not exactly the same ingredients, but everything's fresh and made to order. So there's no sort of fast food element to it in a way, even though it only takes a couple of minutes. Now it's the not secret's keeping it really thin, right? Yeah, so it's a big plate and you, you use the spatula thingy um, to twirl it and it's super thin, yeah. There's quite an art to it. It's an art, it's gotta be super we thin. We used to be artists before we did this. The, the light bulb moment for us was we were at an art and craft venue um, and we were doing a kid's art. So we would make these small objects out of um, wood and 
when, when we're at these craft fairs, people walking past with children, we'd say, oh, do you want to paint with us? So it was like a little activity. But we were like starving artists. So the light bulb moment was we looked across and all the food trucks were really, had long lines, right? Yeah. I thought, well, it, at least if we do that, we won't be starving because we'll have food that we made, right? So the, the light bulb moment was, oh, let's do something like that. So we put our creativity into that. And, um, you know, so that was, the, that was the moment we decided to do what we do. What's your best seller? Strawberry Nutella. Strawberry Nutella, see? I'm thinking like bananas, Nutella. Yeah. Then I've had these ham and cheese crepes that you would love that's got like this bechamel sauce. Ham and, and cheese. Imagine putting like a hot ham and cheese in a crepe. No. You love ham and cheese. No, you put fruit in a crepe. <laughs> you can put anything in it, right? That's the, yeah. that's like the starter the savory size. crepe. Yeah, we did an event when we, we did a free event at Ace Hardware in this small town in next to Jacksonville. And everybody there was like local people coming into Ace Hardware. They basically live on farms, right? So people were coming in and they're like, well, the, the guy that runs the place, we said, we're going to give all the employees free food because you helped us build our food truck out initially so we just did this but lots of the people had never even heard of a crepe so the way that they saw it was oh is this like a sandwich yeah. right so everybody was ordering cheese and ham because they couldn't right. they couldn't imagine that that combination would go in wrong a crepe. in a crepe and it, it basically is the start it's like the gateway drug of crepes <laughs> so the, it'll get you hooked ham and cheese well anything in a crepe or add sugar with nutella has got to be good yeah well we do two yeah. different mixes you see so one is savory based so that's what makes ours slightly different. We make yeah. it from scratch. One's got salt in it, which is the savory one. Mm -hmm. So if you have your cheese and ham, it's got salt in the mix. Yeah. Um, I'll let Chastity talk a bit because <laughs> she needs to talk. All right, Chastity, so tell us. So the sweet mix has obviously the sugar. So what a lot of people in America don't know is that it can be savory too. So if sometimes we'll even make them like mini samples if we're not super busy so that they can sample it and then they get hooked on the savory so then they'll order one of those. A lot of people will start with ham and cheese because it's what they know. It's a salt and sweetie well, wait combination. Wait a minute, hold, hold, stop the bus. <laughs> a lot of people in America, aren't you from Pennsylvania, from Pittsburgh? <laughs> I was gonna ask, where are you from? Well, I'm very, I'm very far from Pittsburgh, but yes, Pennsylvania. You're from Pennsylvania? Yes. So a lot of people here in America and you're from Pennsylvania, you're from here. True, And why, And you sound like, uh, like, uh, like a Brit. She right? does, right? That's how I'm wondering where she's from. A lot of people from America. She, I guess she's a Brit now. I don't know. Now, when you stay at a hotel, they give you that, that free breakfast deal. You know, you got to get up. That's exactly what we had today. <laughs> yep. They give you the waffle mixer. You put it on a skillet and you go like that and you burn and it. You and, it. Right. and you flip it. You flip it. You go like this, you flip it, and then you burn it because that's what usually what happens, right? And then the lady comes and she puts butter on it. So those waffles will be okay. And then you go and you get there late and you burn it. That's one waffle. And you remember Ego? Lego my Ego. Lego my Ego. You take them and you pop them in the toaster oven. And there was Aunt Jemima's. Which they changed the branding on, yes. They took the Aunt Jemima off, but it's still the same. What's waffle. it called? Aunt Jemima. It's not Aunt Jemima anymore. I don't know, but that's not the point. The point is. I never, I had those, but I never had crepes. I put fruit in those. And then you take the powdered sugar, right? Is that what we're talking about here? And then you put the uh, syrup, the, the pancake syrup all over them. Is that Just the like other? Just like this? 
Well, that's the way I put it. <laughs> How much syrup is he putting on his? <laughs> Seriously? But I would eat. I would have to eat. I've seen people eat these. I've seen Linda have two. I said two. How many would you have? About twelve. Like the Nathan's hot dogs. Yeah. Are they filling? Yeah, very. very. Mm. Nutella and strawberry. Oh my gosh, our crew would go crazy. How many crepes did you sell last night? Uh, about 60 or something like that. We went through five mixes, so. Yeah. So you can only make so many of them. So we were having this conversation before. Like, when you're at a festival, the whole idea is that you're you're getting as much food out as you can as quickly as you can. So we're not totally sure on our business model because we're quite personable people. So we quite like serving people in the community, maybe not going for the massive profits. So we can't really do anything quicker than we can do it. So we had a line, we had to stop the line at the event because basically somebody puts in an order here, it takes a few minutes over here, we make it and the hour and there was like a three hour event. So. We can only do so many at a time, but uh, non-stop, you know. So are you making the crepe? Is that what it is? Yeah, from yeah. scratch. Yeah. So what if we were to make 500 crepes and put them in a bag on a, on a warmer, and then you take them on like a deck of cards? Yeah. Can you do that or no? Yeah, you, you can do that. I yeah. just, but the thing, so, so say a savory crepe, the cheese gets melted on the surface and folded into it. And that process there won't work. It, it takes almost the same amount because to, to put the to make the crepe initially probably uh 30 seconds because then once you flipped it then you're melting things into the surface that's what makes it ah. that's what's kind of special about it that's like when people it's quite it's i tell people it's a little bit like getting some pizza because it's kind of like satiate satiating like that so and that's part of the process which is why you know really our key audience is local communities um, even by the side of the road where people get used to you because it's a not a special event but it's like made to order for you there and then it's not pre-done so much exactly. the only thing we pre-do is chop up bits of tomato or something like that everything goes into it live and then you get as nature intended the crate <laughs> to be yeah. I have never heard of a crate truck in my entire existence there's trucks there are food trucks for everything which is so fantastic yeah, well, we're, art, we're, we're creative people, see? So, the, so the, the thing is, it's very hard to switch that part of you off and just think about money because you want, like, the design, the, the Paris Street Food logo and everything, the way that we're presenting it and the way we put our heart into it. It's really about um, giving somebody um, something creative in a food form. It's, so we come from that place. So we're probably sacrificing money in the long run because all you've got to do is do hot dogs or something. That's what I was going to ask you. you Why a crepe truck zero, versus a hot dog truck? Yeah, you can just put zeros on the number that you would earn just by doing that. But what we're trying to do is is, uh, is create something with meaning as well. You know, it's so it's like an art. Every time you make one, you put you put in a bit of a different spin on it. They all come out slightly differently. You know, <laughs> so it's. Kind of, it feels like you're doing a little piece of art each time, but it's within food. And people really find, find them very rewarding. You know, when people come up, they, they're like, oh, this looks great. This looks great. This looks Do great. Do they order one, two? Did they come in pairs? Well, the French guy that came up, because the, the worst experience for me is when a French person comes oh, forget up. forget like, Yeah, so the, <laughs> so the craziest situation I had was the first day we ever got busy. We ran out of mix. 
which like we weren't used to. We didn't know we could get busy. We were just happy that anybody would come and buy a crepe. But so we ran out of mix. We thought, oh no, okay, well we better make some mix. But the way the mix works is, is you with the flour and the eggs and everything, you have to leave it for about three or four hours for it to be better because of the uh, because it it kind of emulsifies and it becomes super smooth and they they're just a little bit nicer. They get better and better with time. So we thought, oh, we'll just mix them up quickly. So it was really lumpy and it was really horrible. And it was like, they weren't the size of golf balls, but it, to me, it felt like there was big lumps in there. And so for the first time ever, at that moment, we thought, okay, well, probably nobody will notice. Somebody had just got off the plane from France. He, 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 he hardly spoke any English. This really happened, right? And he stood there and he has this woman with him who's obviously interpreting because he's a student or something. And he's like, oh, and she said, oh, yeah, I brought him along. He literally just came in from France. And, uh, and, and I'm putting this mix on to make this crepe, and it looks like the worst thing ever. I thought, oh, nobody's going to notice because, you know, they probably don't see many crepes. But this guy stood there, and he's, you could see the puzzlement and the bewilderment and the confusion. He's like, and he's looking at us going, I don't know what this is. I can't even speak English, but um, I really need to leave, you know. And then they just, just walked off because it didn't look like what it really should have done because we were like, we ran out. We didn't know. So we made some quickly. And so, and then the second time that was a bit crazy because you asked about how many people order, a French guy came along the other day, but he had the opposite experience. So this is five months later, and he ordered like six of them and gave us a rave yeah. review on Facebook. And you've got to go and check our Facebook out, by the way. You put Florida crepes into the Facebook keyword, and that will bring us up, and on Instagram as well. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, shameless plug, I guess. That All was. right, we're <laughs> going to take a commercial break for the shameless plug. Hashtag Florida crepes if you want to find more about where their truck is. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're talking crepes. We're going to talk to Bonnie Salco. So you got cooking over there. Kind of waking you up slowly. It's only 1230. It's a crepe. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Planning for the future should not be painful. It needs to be discussed. From health, family, finances, allow qualified professionals to aid in your planning. Bluehoo Advisors have been serving South Florida for over 30 years. A licensed real estate broker, insurance agent, assisted living administrator, and certified senior advisor. Paul Solomon is the most qualified and well-rounded advisor for any task. Specializing in real estate, long-term care, life insurance and annuities, social security, government benefits, and senior housing. Luhu Advisors, let us help you. Known for his Art Deco Cubist style and compositions with dancing saturated color, Ken Bieberman has lived and breathed art his whole life. From the early 80s, he's influenced the Art Deco district of Miami Beach. Featured in numerous restoration projects, hotels, galleries, and clubs, Bieberman creates for everyday folks and celebrity clientele. He's also the proprietor of Art Repro, a gicle and scanning company in Pompano Beach. When it comes to scanning high resolution, size is not an issue. Professionally scanning art up to 10 feet and 64 inches in width, Art Repro utilizes state-of-the-art equipment. On quality canvas or paper, archival ink and printing mediums are put to use. Art Repro ensures colors are true and every nuance of the art is captured, including the canvas weave. Perfection is the priority. Contact artist Ken Bieberman today at 954-547-0095 or visit his website 
www.artrepro.net. Has your heater busted, computer crashed, appliance broken? Then you need ARW Home. Life's been pretty worry-free since I got covered with ARW Home. Don't waste thousands of dollars on air conditioning, appliance repair, and replacements. Save that money with ARW Home. Protection plans that cover household appliances, systems, and electronics. My air conditioning broke on a Sunday. I called ARW, and they came out and fixed it right away. Get your free quote today. Call or go to ARWHome.com now. Call 877-281-0289. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my towels with proprietary technology, which makes them soft and absorbent. Towels that work, what a concept. They're made with USA cotton and come in a variety of awesome colors. My six-piece towel set is regularly $109.99, now just $39.99 with your promo code. I support this show, and I would like to offer you our biggest discounts for listening. So please go to our website, MyPillow.com, and put in the promo code at the end of this message to get the biggest discounts. Again, thanks for listening, and God bless. Call 800-883-1046 and use promo code CAFESLEEP. Hey, travelers. Everybody wants cheap airfares, but where can you find them? You call SmartFares. Our prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low, they're not published anywhere. SmartFares specializes in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rentals, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, SmartFares can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call us right now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these low rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the lowest rates available. So don't wait. Call SmartFares right now for the best price guaranteed. Save up to 50% off business and first class. We've got great last-minute travel deals too. Call 855-828-0198. That's 855-828-0198. 855-828-0198. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money and they can take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter right over here that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're gonna take it from you right now. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And hey, we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight really hard to save your money. So, if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time right now can save you thousands of dollars. And the best part, it's a free call. So please call right now. Call 800-651-4808. Hi, I'm Dawn Clifford, owner and founder of Clifford Insurance Advisors. 
established in November of 1999, we focus on mainly health, life, disability, Medicare, and long-term care insurance. Specifically for people aging into Medicare, or the self-employed, or even employee benefits for small business owners. We can be reached by phone number at 561-880-0391 or by email info at cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com. Visit our website at www.cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com and even visit Facebook, Clifford Insurance Advisors. watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I can't believe you've never had a crepe. You know, he never had a cucumber either. We had, we had a nutritionist, chef, she did a gluten-free, she made breadcrumbs, so she made this delicious salad, and she puts cucumbers in, and he says, never had a cucumber. She, she put the breadcrumbs on it. And then never had a crepe. I, now I eat cucumbers. They're delicious. Crepe I get. Cucumber, no. I don't even get the crepe thing. I grew up in the Bronx. If you didn't go to IHOP, you didn't order a crepe. Where, where do you get a crepe from? Never heard of a truck that does crepes. I'm telling you, never. But you guys are very artistic. You remind me of like fair people. Like you do. Gypsies. Are, yes. Well, like are you gypsies? gypsies? Yeah. Yes, you remind me of. French. Well, she's from Pennsylvania, so she's a real gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> you she's never, do you ever see Gilmore Girls? <laughs> Bonnie yes, Gilmore yes, Girls, course, right? Uh -huh. And they have the town fair. And like Miss Patty does dance, but then Miss Patty sells pizza, and then Luke does this. This I've is what. I've got a new idea. We could do the Amish crepe food truck. Yes. Amish crepe food truck. That's the new idea. So we don't use any any electricity. Wood burning stove. Well, that's what It could be the latest thing. They've got the food markets in the Amish town. Right. You could do you could do a whole crepe situation there. Are you anywhere? Is that where you're from in the area or no? Um, general area. You're Amish. I'm not. She is at heart. Was uh, Mennonite. Now she has an Amish accent. This one's very <laughs> creepy. But the food was always, I mean, apple butter and food. Did you ever go up there? Where? To the Amish, Amish country? Every day. The food is so amazing. Are those the guys the with market. the buggy? Wait a minute. Yes. yes. Buggy? Yes. Yeah. I almost yeah. ran them over. Of course you did. I went to Ohio and there was this buggy in front of me and I went to go buy it. So you're not supposed to do that. He's supposed to wave you by. So your grandfather was Mennonite? He was. Isn't there a day when the girls go nuts uh, once a year? This is the movie, right? You know That's the why they've made too much peanut butter. They actually have a reality show where they're no longer... Oh. Have you seen it? I, I, I think like I saw break, on Netflix. Breaking Amish, I think it's called. Breaking Amish. I've heard of that, right? Yeah. I think that's what it's but called. But isn't there a day that the Amish girls get one day a year? I don't think so. Is there one You day might want to stop while you're ahead here. I don't, I don't think that that's allowed. That wasn't true in the movies? They said that. No? No. No. But I'm I thinking, think that might be a dream. You could have done any kind of food truck. But yeah, you guys remind me of gypsies from like a fair from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> that you could pretty much do anything anywhere. I don't know. I think we're mixing up genres of Amish here. I think that might be. <laughs> you think you think so? They have a day off 
No, when, I don't think they have any, a day off. He goes? makes things up. No, I swear. What do they say? You've had a day off, you can go date anyone you want to come back? Because they don't have any clothes. I mean, what are they going to do? Go to that, go get bikinis for one day? You are allowed one day to do what you're not supposed to do. Where would they keep the bikini the other 374 days? Today's actual National Bikini Day also. I was going to see if you were wearing your Speedo. For the Amish? For everybody. I'm not Amish. You're you. So that's not true. Well, no, I don't, I, I don't know, that. but I I think uh, the idea of a pr of a a wood-fired crepe truck taking Pennsylvania by storm <laughs> might be our next project because we get bored easily. Maybe. But how are you going? You not allow electricity. You not even exactly. to drive a truck. Exactly. We're going to do the buggy. We're going to get the true. horses. Buggy we're wrong. It ain't never going to work. And we're going to put up in Walmart car parks. It's all in branding. You know how you how you brand it. And we, of course, we won't be allowed to have social media at that point because there's no electricity allowed. <laughs> so we are the bu the only buggy in the world that's going to go around and do that. And we're going to go and boondock in Pennsylvania. How did you guys meet? Well, we were on a cruise. That's a long story, and it could get a bit weird. But we were in England, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we were on a cruise that we were both on. And actually, you know when those memories come up? That came up. So that was about five years ago. Yeah. Um, we were on a cruise, and... Uh, and we were on the same table. Yeah, same dinner table. Yes. <laughs> and the cruise was, went to England and... Yeah, it, was, went, it went to England, Scotland, and um, Ireland. Beautiful. Oh, was yeah, that the same one? Well, there was two of them. There was one that was went around Europe. And yeah. um, they both have England involved because I think one came back there or went through there. It's kind of strange when you go on cruises because yeah. you often start in places you don't necessarily visit. So one was Eastern Europe, which ended up in Russia, which was kind of a crazy experience. Okay, and then the other one was, so that was where we met, really. Was she yeah. on both cruises? Yeah. Okay. Coincidentally? Hmm? What was what? It was coincidentally you were on both cruises? No, no. You met on one, and then you both went on the other one. Yeah, they were right. like a themed cruise. I think it was something to do with Amish people or something. <laughs> <laughs> Amish weekend off, it was, or something oh. like that. So which is may reminded me of a story that you just said, but I, I don't know, I didn't put two and two together, so you were a Mennonite, right? I'm not. No. So anyway, that was like a theme cruise. So, you know, um, we were both part of a, the same religious community. And so we were brainwashed into that. But um, <laughs> there's a story there, right? But we just can't go into it. But wait a minute. Did you fly over to England to do this cruise? Yes. We both did. Yes. But wait, hold on. Are you were living here? Are you were here? Yeah. You were in one so of those So you're digging, Americans? aren't you? We're thinking that you were in England and she went over there. Nope. And no, you were both No, we here. both flew over. And yeah. both went on the two same cruises. Yeah. But Did we you know each other before the cruises? No. 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 So we got to know Did each you other. You live in the same town and you didn't know each other? Nope. We, don't live in the, we no, didn't live in the we same didn't. town. I lived in Pennsylvania at the time. He I lived, lived in Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. Oh. You're just going to have to have us back on as special guests so you can dig deeper there's into a, the story. There's a game. Laurie's going to come. Laurie's creating this kind of game that they play people that meet each other randomly. I think that's a cool idea. It is. This you got your first people. <laughs> All right. So let me get this right. Neither one of you knew each other, and you both flew to England, and you met on this cruise, mm -hmm. and then you flew back to the states, or you went on a second cruise. We flew back to flew the back states, to and the then states. the next year, we both went on a cruise, and we were on the same cruise. The so you were talking to each other while you came back? Yeah. Briefly. 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 Yeah. Okay. So you went on a second enough cruise. that she's pregnant. So right, we're going to get to that. In so a we've obviously talked talking. enough. So you went, to the, you went to the second cruise, and you finally said, okay, this is going to be something? Is that what happened? Well, then we slowly got to know each other over the years. Mm -hmm. 
Over the years. Years. Yeah, it's just five yeah. years ago. So we've been um, together for two years. Yeah. And in business here, doing what we're doing now for about six, six months. months. Yeah. And before that, you did painting for kids. What did you paint? So, well, we started off by doing arts and crafts um, shows, you know, like Saturday markets. We would make things out of wood. So we would do little tables that were like creatures. We did some really fun stuff. It started during COVID because we, there was some wood by the side of the road. You've got time on your hands. Chastity had a few tools from renovating her house in Pennsylvania. So we started making like little tables, which were gators and putting eyes on them. Because from my hometown, my sense of humor, um, I don't know if you've heard of Wallace and Gromit, which is like the, the animation. Yes. They, they as, as well as Banksy, the artist, the other famous person that comes from there is Nick Park, who is the animator for Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run and um, a few really famous clay animations. They always have these fantastic characters. Um, so we m made furniture that was like a character. But the, the thing about art is you can love it and you can be really good, but if you don't sell much, you're like a starving artist, right? So then we transferred from that to doing, we thought if we can get kids to do little projects with us when we're at places, then we can make money doing that. Mm -hmm. And that was a little bit more successful, a little bit more consistent, but we were sat one day at um, an event, a hot air balloon festival in Vero Beach, I think it was. Yeah. And we yeah. looked across, and because we're struggling to get you know, people to bring their kids over to pay us $10 to paint something with us, which we can put the googly eyes on and make <laughs> them feel good. And so then we looked at them and we thought, well, if, long, if we did food, at least we wouldn't be starving. We'd still be artists, <laughs> but we wouldn't necessarily be starving because we could make food and eat it. And we weren't really starving, but it felt a bit like that. It was really hard work, hard sell. So, um, so basically, the light bulb moment went off, and then not long after, we committed, went to Tampa, got our food trailer, and from that day, we never stayed in the place which we were renting. We just lived in our RV so that we could focus 100%. That doesn't make us particularly special people or anything, like super dedicated. It means that we needed all of our energy to focus on that because we know what we're like. We're creative people. Yeah. It's like, oh, what do you feel like doing today? Oh, but that's <laughs> what you have to, and Bonnie has to leave at one o'clock, but when you oh. have a passion and you have to really dedicate yourself to growing your business, whatever it is, that's what you got to do. And I, I know we want to talk to Bonnie. She's got about 10 minutes. Okay. And that's exactly what you're doing with your book. Yes. I'm just trying to, I wrote it and I'm just trying to get the message out of hope and people, I want people to know that they just are, Never to give up hope, because just when you think it's your darkest moment, which I did think it was my darkest moment many times, I didn't give up and I, I stayed the course and rode the wave. And um, I didn't pick up a drink because I've been sober for 11 years. I didn't pick up a drink and things got great. And now I have a book and I've been, I, you guys have had me on a couple of times and I've been asked to do other shows and it's really a gift. People are, are really loving the book they're telling me that it they they appreciate my honesty because a lot of people really aren't that open about things that are very secretive to many people like addiction and eating disorders and and feelings of shame and mental health issues and feeling alone and I have no pro I had no problem writing about it in the book and I really have no problem talking about it especially if it can be of help to someone else getting through a difficult time and it's entertaining. It kind of reads like a trashy novel, if you want to know the <laughs> truth. It really does, because there's a lot of um, 
sex and love addiction craziness going on, and so it's just little snippets of stories. Do you have any crepes in your books? Of the no crazy crepes. Variety? I was going to say, it sounds like our life story. Like <laughs> donuts. You know, I think what I can see, Bonnie, is that maybe the calling here is you should write a book. Because you're, you're hilarious. Talking from, to you. From art oh. to, to crepes. Talking to you. You said funny, but you looked at me. He I said crepes. He said donuts. <laughs> donuts. Donuts? Maybe he can make donuts. Don every, the, How do you say donuts? I have to tell you, one, one, of my, one of my foods that I used to go on my craving, my binge cravings for, was, it was never a crepe. But I bet I never had your crepes. That's Wait a minute. Had Did I you had just, your so crepes, you're saying that crepes are safe for people who have addiction issues. I like that story. Hold on a second. You just said that you used to get cravings, cravings. for crepes? No, no, no crepes. No cravings. Donuts. But had I gotten a crepe craving, hashtag crepe craving, right? <laughs> I would have hunted down your truck. I'm it sure. would have been a chapter in your book. You know what could you could do with chapter. a crepe? Exactly. But what I love about Bonnie's book is she's so authentic. Our crew this morning, they were talking about mental health. And there's so many holes in the mental health arena. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my kids last night because childhood traumas, it was never discussed as a trauma when, when you and I were growing up. We were growing up. Even our kids' age, my daughter's 30, there were never childhood traumas. But now suddenly, everything's traumatic, right? Well, all these events that you considered life and growing up are now called childhood traumas. Well, they're, they're putting emblems on things. But now everything, you start looking back, oh, maybe that was a traumatic event that triggered things. But you're so authentic in all of these things. You certainly had, as I call it, traumas or yeah. life, whatever you call it. And here you are on the other side making light about it and inspiring other people. Yeah. That's, it's nice to, to be able to look back and say, because I found a solution and I don't have to live in the problem anymore. There is a solution for anybody that's going through either addiction or any trauma, like any trauma. Um, there's always a solution and it's better to live in the solution and be grateful for what you have and to focus on, you know, the past is gone. The past is gone. I don't regret the past, but I can learn from it. And my experience can help others. So. This should be a movie. The doctor's in. It's like this trashy love sex <laughs> chapter in here. Totally true. Do you want to build a snowman? Like, you're such a product of the, the 80s with your titles. Happily Ever After. It just makes you want to go, okay, what's this chapter about? Maybe well, it's Small World. Like, it, maybe it's just me. Or maybe. maybe because I have not given you the book to look at yet. Maybe. <laughs> the, maybe. A lot of the titles of the chapters are either Broadway musicals or songs from Broadway musicals or just songs or yep. New York, New York stuff. So, because that's what I wanted to do when I was growing up. I wanted to be on Broadway. I wanted to be a star. And so there's, yeah. It's amazing because you go after that thing that you want to do, and it takes you to different places, Tampa, Jacksonville, Pennsylvania, the UK, Russia. It takes you all these different places, and you don't quite know where you're going to end up. But talking to the two of you, it makes me feel like you're in a good place. Would you want to ever work a food truck? Yes, I did. I used to sell cheese. I told you that. He literally sold cheese. In like, the back of a truck. Like an Annie. You would drive. I knew this guy. He had a connection in cheese. I rented a U-Haul or one of those yellow trucks, whatever it was. They had a freezer on it. So I sold cheese. And then I put eggs on it. I remember, what the hell do I know? But I was clearing two, $3,000 a day. Selling cheese and eggs. Selling cheese and eggs. And then my Think how much money said, you can make now doing that. I said, no more doing that because I want to get pregnant. Mm, there's a moral to that story, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? 
any minute. Uh, December 25th. Christmas baby. Yeah, we thought we'd be part of the second coming of yeah. Jesus in some small way. Definitely. And if Jesus eats crepes, you guys are golden. <laughs> right? That's good. <laughs> you imagine talking about rebranding on that one. I think that'd be good to go. That'd be your next branding. <laughs> Jesus loves crepes. <laughs> Actually, our, our, slogan, our slogan is going to be, so we put a big sign on the side of the truck and, you know, we used up that space. But then our phrase is going to be, crepes are for lovers on the back. And then with the social media, it's going to say below, follow us for the love and then have a little link. So when you're following us behind in your car, you can use your phone, do the little thing, press the button. Love and, Bonnie. Uh, it's all about love. Today's show has been brought to you by love. By the letter L. Wow. How you like that? You it's don't even know where my brain is going. I'm trying to wake you up. Yeah, right. That's the next line. <laughs> wake, me, wake me up. Trying to get you going. So where's your next event? Where are you going to be next? Um, on Wednesday, we're going to be at an apartment complex called The Woods. Where is where? that? It's, oh, it's in Jacksonville. So if you're not okay. busy... You know, you want to come up. It's probably like a five-hour drive. When are you guys? I think it's a gated community, but we can get you in. When are you guys ever coming back to West Palm? To well, when anybody invites us. So, so we're looking at pleasure. you, viewers. <laughs> ever done a food truck wedding? No, but we're kind kind of interested in that. Yeah, we we talked about that this morning because I think it would be so great. I was talking to someone yesterday. She's planning her son's wedding. They wanted a backyard, small, intimate backyard yeah. wedding of 240 people. Mm -hmm. So now she has to build a ballroom in her backyard, sure. which would have been cheaper to go someplace else and reconstruct mm -hmm. this ballroom in her backyard. Right. And then the caterer and the this and making choices. Aaron and Ashley are such foodies. If we had like food trucks for my son and his fiance, you don't need stations. You don't need to hire extra serving people. Yeah, you don't need one, a buffet and worrying about people touching. Yeah. You just have an array of food trucks and everyone goes and gets what they want. I, I don't even want to talk to you about that wedding. They live here in Florida, all of them. Guess where the wedding is? Barbados. Texas. 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 So everybody, including the groom and the bride, have to fly to Texas to go get married. Really? Yes. In the it's Bronx, a destination wedding. What? It's a destination, destination wedding. Destination what? It's a thing. What's a thing? The destination weddings. Florida is a destination. They were in Washington, then they were in Texas. Well, like if Bailey and Baxton ever got married, I think they would have a food truck wedding. I, How about a food truck book signing? We could do one of those. Could do that too. Yeah. The, <laughs> we the, should do the a love book signing truck for sign. you. We should actually totally do a book signing with you, and maybe we can bring you guys down. We can do crepes. It's all about love. We can do French love. And love Bonnie and do a food signing with crepes. Do, do a I whole weekend. It. Yes. Invite 100 people, not 4,000 people. 100 people. I think we should actually consider I doing that. Sounds like consider. fun. That sounds like fun. Then you can have your first crepe. That we can, we could film yeah. it and that see the reaction. That would have to be an adventure. <laughs> the adventure of the crepe. Yeah. It could be like a mini documentary. Freddie and Food Fun is what it always Bronx is. Bronx Boy does the crepe. <laughs> I thought that crepes were, like I was telling you, you stick the thing in the toaster oven. I thought that was a crepe. That's an ego. Ever noticed that egos, you, they always have commercials, like one is going to fill up who? Don't one waffle fills who up for breakfast? Don't touch my egg. Nobody. How many have you had? Have you ever ever had Freddy's Eggo? I, I would eat one tall. because one's a serving, but you really need two. You gotta put stuff on it. One box is one serving, I think. <laughs> 
right? I'm telling you, right? So who eats one? Let go of my ego. As if this is going to fill up a kid to go to school for what? Maybe off the bus? Were you one and of those kids again? that went home and you were eating? You went to school and you were eating the ego in your hand? That's not a meal. No, that's, that's what not I'm the saying. way you eat That's that. what I'm saying. No, so no. it's all the advertising. So we need to advertise. You got to make a plate. See this? This would be my ego plate. That'd be that's the size saying. of it. And then there goes everything, and then you put one on the top. That's Watch what I'm out, saying. that's a meal now. It's all in the marketing, right? Who marketed? Ever seen a bowl of cereal? Since when is this a serving size? That fills you up for how long? 30 seconds. Thank you. But yet, it's a thing. <laughs> so we need to rebrand this as like a breakfast crepe. Kids can take it to school crepe. Freeze it, put them in the frozen food aisle, and then... Crepes are us. I got to ask. When you went to, to Jacksonville to do this, was there any other town, city that you thought maybe would be a better idea? Well, yeah, I was, um, when we were thinking of, because we live in our RV, right? So it's from the moment we moved out of our home base and stopped doing our jobs in the Jacksonville area, we can be anywhere. Anywhere. And I was thinking, well, uh, my son lives in Tampa. That's a big metropolitan area, right? But then I was also thinking down towards Miami, but Miami has uh, quite a lot of people doing crepes and things, apparently. Mm -hmm. So somewhere around here or up the coast here, would we could probably be if we wanted to start doing like brick and mortars, start working on a franchise, that kind of thing, you know, over time here. Mm -hmm. um, so just somewhere with a, a strong community that kind of knows a little bit of what crepes are. You don't have to educate them all. And, you can and do Cubano crepes. A what? Miami. Cubano crepe. Cubano crepe. Well, now, apparently. What the hell does that mean? Who the hell knows? Well, apparently Miami is has a lot of crepes because a few of our customers have said, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, when I was in Miami, I had them," and because they they do crepes in Miami. I've never seen them, and we've only right. really gone through a couple of times to Key West and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, so we're just kind of finding our way, you know. We see where the baby wants to be born, where the star leads us, <laughs> and then uh, where the star leads them. Josh, is that true? There's a where the north, crate? they're going to follow the North Star on Christmas. I mean, I've never seen a Cubano crepe. But your truck, you change what kind of crepe it is depending on where you are. Like you go out west, you, mean, you, know, you call it the, the Tampa Buckeye. I mean, I was in Tampa. They yeah. go to sleep by 7 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> the town shuts down. Got to introduce him to your son. Yeah, Gio will be there by a crepe at 6.30. Yeah, but he does all of these Saturday events. Oh, oh, I may have something for you. So he's in Tampa? He's in Tampa, but he does the Saturday shop. shop. Uh, as a matter of fact, Renee, yes, I got your phone call. They want to do it here at Shepley's. That's where we take them with us, down in Miami. We got to come up with a Cuban crepe. It's a vineyard. Not Cuban a vineyard, crepe. a winery. So it's perfect okay. to have a winery. The and previous the owners used to do that regularly in the Tampa area. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have in the back maybe something else. So when you run out of 60 crepes, we'll have whoop, something uh, else to do there because it's a three-day event. Some, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. so I got I the numbers wrong earlier, by the way. My mathematician here said <laughs> it's a lot more than 60. 600. But I, yeah, it's about 125 because each crepe mix makes 25. And we did like four. We so did five mixes. Four, we five, have to have five. batter. Underneath batter, like pre-made. Pre I just get busy and I lose track of that because <laughs> I'm I'm going like a hamster on a hamster wheel, <laughs> making these trying to make these things as quickly as I can. It's really hard. 
and then uh, sometimes it gets overwhelming. Like that's always the danger point, you know, when, like, when you get super tired doing this, because it's like, it's quite nice to be creative, but then the actual work of doing it, like we have 14 hour days regularly. Making crepes. Yeah, we all get up at four hours, four, four in the morning to go, to go somewhere, and then we have a dud event. So, so we'll get up really early and go somewhere, and it'd be like five customers. So there's like lots, there's lots of kind of like being a business owner is quite nice because people say, oh, you're a business owner. That's very nice, isn't it? I'll shake your hand. <laughs> and that's all great. And then you're, you're, you're blurry eyed because you got up at four in the morning. You've had a really bad day. Um, so it's kind of like uh, it's got its rewards, but it's certainly a lot harder work than just going to a job and, and, and making great. What's your Instagram or your Facebook? Well, to find us in both places, you put Florida crepes in. And um, I think it's below Chastity's name on the screen because we gave that earlier. And that takes you directly to our Instagram or our Facebook. And, um, and hopefully here we'll do a YouTube channel and start sort of building some, some content as well because a following. I, I kind of like all that kind of thing. I like to be able to tell stories and communicate and have quite a lot of comedy going on inside of me. When I was in England, I actually used to do stand-up comedy. I was never very good, but it was inside of me. You know, it was a, it was a form of therapy. So I, I liked the idea of kind of bringing some humor and showing the other side of our lifestyle because it is quite unique, you know. Uh, we live on a farm at the moment, so maybe if the baby's born there in a in stable. In Jacksonville, you live on a farm? Yeah, just outside. It's like a, a town. You're like a Gilmore Girls episode all rolled into one. <laughs> right? A peanut butter and marshmallow fluff. I'm so in. Have you that's a fluff. That's a that's got a name, by the way, in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I love that. It's called what? a fluffer butter or something. A fluffer nutter. Fluff, yes. Fluffer nutter. That's it. Right. A fluffer nutter. You never <laughs> ate those growing up. A fluffer nutter. Yes. No. Peanut butter and marshmallow fluff. One hundred percent. So another one that's popular here, which we we go into certain places and everyone orders it, is lemon and sugar. Now people don't like sweet and sour. I know, oh. but the thing is, in England, there's a day one day a year where everybody has that everybody it's a it's like a religious holiday i can't remember which one it is the whole point of like no, no yeast inside the you know it's kind of like like passover for my that, people it's i don't i don't know it's it's one of those holidays but basically for people it doesn't rise it, bunny so we it's can something eat something amish there it's something amish it's, it's amish. something mineral what's the favorite flavor for amish apple oh apple. yeah right because they, they do probably apple don't they yeah, sell? Because that lady used to make apple pie. Like yeah, apples. Apple pie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How do I know this? all of this? Getting it all. <laughs> I'm really a foodie, Bonnie, at heart. Bonnie, do you know how to make a, a make cre crepes for 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 tea cup puppies? Oh my gosh, crepes she's so dogs? cute. Not yet. Oh, well, we haven't. <laughs> dogs love peanut butter, so do, have I you mean, I know. You want a crepe? Huh? Is it hard to make? We can a do crepe? A crepe? I've never We've made a crepe. We could do a crepe. Someone order a peanut butter banana one and gave their dog bites of it. I would be peanut surprised. Peanut butter banana. Now yep. there you got a winner. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> about, the th about the fourth most popular. Oh, we have a call one. also. Huh? We have a call. All right, put the call through. All right. It's uh, Kenny Love. Put Kenny on. So I love you, love you, love you, love you, Dawn and Freddie Love. We love you, Freddie. Kenny, Freddie. Kenny, you ever had a crepe? So, Freddie, Kenny, Freddie, Kenny. I love that, Freddie. Freddie, Kenny. So, Kenny, Dawn, love I love me. you so much, Freddie. I love you so much. I wanted to spread the fluffer nut of love Thank all you. over the world. The what? 
Fluff or Nutter Love? And I love your guests. I love them. I love them so much. They're amazing. They're just pure love. And I love that guy's accent. Where's he from? England. He's from the Bronx. He's from the Bronx? <laughs> All right. I want to hear him say, yo, how you doing? Yo, how you doing, yo? <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. So this is like, you guys are the best show ever. I mean, well, that, and again, actually, I just it, love you so much. I just wanted to call in and spread the thanks, love. Thanks, Kenny. Doing it, love, because you guys are so special. The weird, I've got a weird little story about my actual accent that I was sharing earlier. So... The part of England I come from is a place called the West Country. And if I really go back into my accent, you hear what's going on now? It sounds a little bit different. This is like, this is like the local Bristol, Southwest England accent. And the closest thing you'll know it to is a pirate. Because what they do is they use that kind of accent. Because back in the day, that's where people would sail out of on pirate ships and stuff. So that's actually my old... Mine sounds like a farmer's, uh, a West Country farmer's accent, my, my region of England. But you, would, you guys, would the closest thing you would have heard every day was like a pirate accent because that's sort of geographically where they would, a lot of them would go out from. The book Treasure Island, you guys remember that? Robert Louis Stevenson, yeah. uh, kid's book. They leave out of Bristol on that journey. So. Well, your accent is pure. Ever do a 23andMe, like a genetic testing? Well, I know where I was born. They've got a plaque on the wall that says, on this day. He was born here. <laughs> and then we got rid of you on this day. And then they follow the North Star, and he goes on a cruise, and they follow it again. We're going to see where this baby's born. Uh, and I Jesus know. See, you got, got that Jesus whole thing coming again, and he's going to eat a crepe. What the hell did you eat? Nothing. <laughs> and, these two, and these two got together. I, I'm astonished that the two of them got together. Kenny, thank you for calling in. I may be hung up already. Okay. All right, why don't we take a commercial break? More to come. You can find them on hashtag Florida Crepes. I just found them, and the spinach, mushroom, and egg and cheese See, sounds Laurie, really if good, you too. Here, you could have done a stand-up. Laurie's going to come in and do stand-up. All right, stay tuned. We're going to take a commercial break. More to come. Providing music you will enjoy. JM Productions performers will brighten up your stage. Condominiums and residential communities, nightclubs and restaurants that want to provide top quality singers and entertainers for their social events, banquets, celebrations, and their customers use JM Productions to ensure that they have an uplifting and beautiful event. Now, tune in for the show. Amy Roshevsky can help you choose the right piece that will add some magic to your space. Amy Roshevsky has a wide range of art, from abstracts to mosaic tapestries, and she paints on different surfaces, such as reverse painting on glass, tables, wall hangings, and sculptures. Her work can be ordered online at amyroshevsky.com, or you can come in and see it in real time at the Brooklyn Cafe Art Gallery. She also does commission work, so if you have an idea in mind, she can make it a reality. She invites you to reach out to her at Facebook or at email at amyroshevsky at gmail.com. That's amyroshevsky at gmail.com. 
Have an artful day. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. Meet Jay Harmon, one of the many artists held in the Brooklyn Cafe Gallery. Jay specializes in various different art styles, but his medium to work with is colored pencils. His unique style comes from being self-taught in years of practice. Jay pulls his inspiration from many outlets like people, television, celebrities, and many more. With multiple original pieces, Jay's art graces the gallery with over 40 plus works for viewing and for purchase. His many years of being an artist has given him a chance to partner with the Derwant brand, giving him the opportunity to try many different work styles and further his craft. Feel free to come down and visit the studio to view his work, or if you're interested in your own J. Harmon original, he's open to commissions on his website, coloredpencilartist.com, or catch his show, The Colored Pencil Artist, on Amp Media Productions on YouTube and Facebook. See you soon. Has your heater busted, computer crashed, appliance broken? Then you need ARW Home. Life's been pretty worry-free since I got covered with ARW Home. Don't waste thousands of dollars on air conditioning, appliance repair, and replacements. Save that money with ARW Home. Protection plans that cover household appliances, systems, and electronics. My air conditioning broke on a Sunday. I called ARW, and they came out and fixed it right away. Get your free quote today. Call or go to ARWHome.com now. Call 877-281-0289. Hey travelers, everybody wants cheap airfares, but where can you find them? You call SmartFares. Our prices are direct from the airlines and they're so low they're not published anywhere. SmartFares specializes in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rentals, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, SmartFares can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call us right now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these low rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the lowest rates available. So don't wait. Call SmartFares right now for the best price guaranteed. Save up to 50% off business and first class. We've got great last-minute travel deals too. Call 855-828-0198. That's 855-828-0198. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I got you. What did you eat and drink last night? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I see you 30-20. I don't know Let's what that is. Let's give you a is. countdown. 30-20? 30, 30, 
20, 15. What are we doing by 10? Yeah. What did he eat last night? I didn't, I didn't eat anything. No. It was too crowded. You guys sold out. We did. It was did. way too crowded with you guys. I didn't even <laughs> go in that direction. It was packed. And then they, you had a line that went that way. The, the burger people had a line that went this way. And then the booze people had a line that went this way. <laughs> that is the, that's the one to do, I think. An alcohol truck. But I guess you need a liquor license. So even no matter how much money you make, you've got to pay for that liquor license. Yeah. Which costs a pretty penny, I'm sure. Well, I talked to the guy on the liquor truck, and he wasn't very hospitable. He was like, this. I can't talk right now. I'm busy. Was it a full bar or beer and wine? <laughs> I saw Not everything. 100% what they did. Because we, when we got busy, we pretty much just, you hardly even saw the fireworks go off. Because, yeah, um, yeah. But when you went into the food truck business, you knew you were in a specialty of crepes. Yes. Instead of going, okay. Well, we didn't really have a plan when we went into the food you truck business. We, we're kind of like flying by the seat of our pants as a British <laughs> expression. So we're still trying to figure out our business plan. We did everything wrong. But, but we think that we like being parts of communities. So say we do a market near us on a Saturday for a few hours, maybe once, once a month, something like that, mm -hmm. which is great because you get all this captive audience. They love your food. They come back again. Yeah. With festivals and like the thing that we did last night here, it's super great. There's lots of sales, but... You're kind of overrun. You never see the people again. There's not much connection. Right. You don't feel much reward from repeat customers. You know, so as I said earlier, the the artist thing inside of you is very hard to get rid of. Is your mic on? Do you, um, you see a green light? Yeah. Oh. Uh, they're gonna swap your mic. They're telling me they're having a hard time with the connection. Uh, you know, the, the, fu the funny thing is that you are in a business that you picked. Yeah. But you can do anything. You could do pretzels. You, I mean, what goes with a crepe? What matches food-wise with a crepe? Pretzels? Well, they're, no. they're kind of a standalone item, really, yeah, because... Uh, well, Philly's known for their pretzels, right? Their sourdough pretzels. Right. What about a Philly cheesesteak? Or, or fish and chips. <laughs> that would be Pennsylvania. Right. Fish and chips? That's all oh, yeah, from London. <laughs> fish and chips would be London. Well, I was thinking of doing a food... Because I'm a creative... Because, you know, we're creative. Um, I always come up with ideas. That's the easy part. You could... Like every minute of every day, you can ask a question to us, and there's always going to be a new idea, you know. Yeah. So one one of the ones which I went through was because um, they have something called the Sunday roast in England, which is like Sunday dinner. So when, when growing up in England, on a Sunday I'd go to my grandparents' house, and they'd have like roast beef, Yorkshire puddings, and things like that, sprouts, carrots, and it was like a, an event, like the one time a week where you would sit down, and she would like cooked for about three or four hours in, in the kitchen, old-fashioned style, you know. And um, so you'd sit down and have this one meal uh, a week. And um, so these Yorkshire puddings are these big kind of like pancake-y type things again, which they're done in oil in a pan. You have to Google them if, you're, if everybody doesn't know what they are. Do you guys know what a Yorkshire pudding is? Yes. My aunt was British, so every Christmas... Okay. So she I was thinking about them. a food truck with those, yeah. and you put everything inside a big one of those. So it's almost like... Um, it's a, like a, a big puff pastry, but it's kind of doughy. Well, it's quite, quite crispy, right? So it's like a batter. Outside. So that's an, an idea I had. And last night on one of my British Facebook groups, there's people that do um, fish and chips and things. But that's very greasy. And mm -hmm. probably there's lots of things that are more profitable than what we do. Um, but 
I, I had this one conversation with a guy. When we first started this, he pulled into a Love's gas station, and he, was a, he must have been in his 80s, and he said, oh, yeah, I've got three or four of these. I do fares. And he, he, he looked at me, and he said, just don't be in a rush to make money. Like he said, just, just don't be in a rush to make money. So I, I have the feeling that if we do something that's quality, which has a connection with people, mm-hmm. over the long term, it will be good. And you know, you can replicate it if you do it right. I mean, that's what McDonald's did, even though we don't eat McDonald's or, or you know, for various reasons, right? But uh, if you do something right and you can just repeat it mm-hmm. right, then you can be successful. You don't have to chase the dollars immediately. There's so many ways at these festivals and things to serve some some kind of food and, and get a lot more money than we get but the idea is is that we're kind of putting um, something of ourselves into it and over the long term probably it will reap the benefits you know by I the time the, the baby comes along <laughs> the artistic value of what you do is what yeah. I'm looking at so you could put a pancake on a stick you know something that's off-centered like crepes I mean I've never heard of a crepe truck I'm being very honest. So you come over and they have pancake on a stick. Or they have, what was that? When you took me to that, that thing with Alana. They had, that was a South Florida fair. That yeah. Thing. They had the weirdest things in there. They had chocolate covered whatever. Everything was covered with bacon, chocolate covered bacon. There was everything had bacon in it. It was just like, oh my God. But I think they're there for what, a month at a time? And but that truck that they did all that from multiple trucks, yep. they had niches. They were doing different things. Um, I think that if you put something that goes with the, the crepes, something a little bit out there, I mean, you're a comedian. You can actually do a side show where people are serving the food. I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff. I actually do we write songs as well and do, do music. But, yeah, yeah so... Yeah, we do all sorts, and it's just, uh, just I don't know which direction we're going to go in, but we, we, just do, we just do us and do uh, different forms of creativity and, um, you know, just whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, we're fun. Yeah, we yeah. can yeah, I don't know how to be, like, successful business people tend to be very, very boring, as far as I can work out. The ones I've worked for and the, the things I've, because basically you just get this thing in your brain, this is how I do this, and I just got to keep repeating it and get better. The creative side of you is like, well, what about this? What about that? What, how can you do this? And so the, I think the way we're approaching it is just don't take any of it too seriously. Um, just find what fits for, for the community where you are and then maybe try to replicate that. So at some point we, we may do something different. I think the thought of having a cafe is quite exciting for us because mm-hmm. you know you get to com- connect to the people. So maybe we can start up a whole bunch of cafes and uh, you know, but. Uh, maybe put lots of, I mean, the art that you guys have on the wall here is uh, fantastic. You know, something with it a bit free-spirited like that with this French thing. Because French, I mean, I don't know how you connect to French, but, like, they're very artistic. I used to work for a French guy that used to be, um, I, I think, quite a significant artist back in the 60s in France or something. But, you know, that guy was like, everything is this and everything is that and whatever you want to do is okay and and uh you want to do this it's fantastic no one cares don't don't be so worried about what people think of you and what they say and this and that so it it would be nice if the cafe had a little bit of that in it you know like this is just crepes that's all it is who cares about this you know this and that this is you know so it's like that vibe in there i think america could do with a little bit of that like not taking itself 
quite so corporately and seriously. You know what I mean? Well, the nice part is that you get to travel. You could even set it up as like a little cafe. So you open traveling put out cafe to the Mennonites. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a traveling cafe, and you you know people would like to get. Uh, a crepe and maybe a cup of coffee and you have yeah. put out two cute little tables and yeah. then it's just about drawing them in and yeah. sit down for a moment so you're yeah. not sitting in the grass even, right. and it's just the atmosphere do a drum circle, do a drum circle. <laughs> you know have the baby right there yeah. so many so many but choices yes <laughs> natural birthing classes <laughs> So many choices Burke you can do. Those do. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, baby. <laughs> we like that it's fresh and it's not fried because everything is fried. Yes. Yeah, no grease. So it's something that's different. So I worked in Burger King as that, a kid. It draws them oh, in. you don't fry this at all? No. no. We don't even have a deep It's like fat skilleted. Fryer. No. This what? Skilleted. Is that a word? On a skillet. It's a, a you know, it's a big, a big flat circular round. Where you make eggs in. Made from cast and iron. Then you turn it over? Have you ever seen the show yeah. Feeding Phil? Or who feeds mm, Phil? We haven't watched TV seriously for about two I years. I think it's on Netflix. You've got to see this. You make one of those at you a flip time. it and then you put like it like a pancake. You make one at a time? Yeah, yes. Two pans. Everything's fresh for the customer. Well why can't we have twelve pans? <laughs> you need space. You need that's we why need your idea <laughs> of of making them and keeping yeah, them warm and then you have to see feed mm -hmm. feed Phil or who's feeding Phil on Netflix. And he goes to all these places and he tries all of these things. And he was talking about making a tortilla the other day in Mexico and how hard it is because you get it flat and you put it between the paper and then you go to put it on the skillet and it breaks apart. So there's a whole art yeah. to this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the art does not mean it's fast food. Right. Right. right? No, there's, it's not. there's artisan creativity to mm -hmm. this. So it's yeah. a whole different feel. Artisan. Like I could see you guys down in Wilton Manors. Or a different different types of festival than maybe fireworks, where they're needing hamburgers and hot dogs, and you got kids. Right. More of like an outdoor Las Olas kind of Wilton Manors feel. They got two skillets. Are you understanding they the vibe now a little bit more? I do. They need a bigger <laughs> now truck. Now that it's one thirty, you got that. <laughs> Show a picture of the truck. They need a bigger truck. I think they got some. You took some pictures, right? You can also put Florida crepes in on Instagram, and it pulls up as well. I wish we were trying them. They need a bigger <laughs> truck. I know. <laughs> now I know what the problem is. They need more merchandise out there. So you, I wonder if you could do that like a like a, a line, right? So you set up twelve, and you flip them behind you. Wow, you would need a lot of room. Yeah, we could we could set up a line of people, and one could mm -hmm. do the circle, the next one could add something, the next one could add something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, that's the other thing. You have stuff that goes in them. Yeah. Um, so you have to you have it in front of you what you're putting in. To the side, yeah. How many of those movable parts are there? Like twenty. Oh. How many fillers you got? Um, well, there's ten different crepes, and some of those ingredients are, you know, when we were researching, how big is your menu supposed to be for a food truck? The the kind of going consensus is you put as few as you can, but repeat a few of the things in them so that you can do it. So we have ten different menu items and we do one special which was a disastrous flop last night we got one order like, no, for no, last night one so you've got like nutella and strawberry nutella and banana peanut it's butter and banana mm -hmm. and then they've got ham and cheese of course spinach ham and cheese and there's it's out it's out here it's outside yeah. yeah you need a bigger truck we you need two sizes this plus yeah. another well ours is 17 feet we need 34. yeah you, <laughs> you need 34. So, oh but gosh, we need a, B, a B350 so or whatever it is for that. 
Well, they gave you a small spot. So you travel <laughs> this. Is this hooked to your RV? Um, it well, we it was. We went and did some shows up, up north a little bit. Georgia yeah. and South Carolina pull in that behind our RV. How did this go on Georgia and South Carolina? Yeah. How'd the crepe situation go there? Pretty, well, again, we were doing these festivals, mm -hmm. so we went to three hot air balloon festivals organized by the same people that were like two or three weeks apart, and that was our baptism of fire. <laughs> so we thought as soon as we start doing this, let's go somewhere where we know there's lots of people. Mm. And um, so we got our butts kicked <laughs> because and then we had to <laughs> hire fun. people. But it was amazing how we found the people to help us because we needed someone on the register so that we could both be making these things yeah. as quick as possible. So you were selling so many you had to bring people help you yeah, because it's, so it's so not this the this isn't a sale problem. This is you need a bigger truck. Yeah, it's not. Um, <laughs> it's it's like as far as making like the biggest bang for your buck. It, as I said before, it's not the best product. It's just the most best fit for what we do because we're one of the only people. There's only a handful of people doing this, mm -hmm. you know, in different parts of the country, and they're, they're, it's kind of like a I niche. Feel like I need to get a crepe. I need to get a bigger truck. <laughs> How do you heat up the uh, the skillet? Uh, propane. propane. Were you ever in the food business before? Well, I've done one little, I worked at Burger King as a student, <laughs> and now I can food. never, hardly ever eat Burger King. There's stories about Burger King. Josh knows, he's like, yeah, got that. I saw my worst act of weirdness in Burger King, but I can't even tell you on public TV, but <laughs> a homeless person doing something very strange in a, in a laboratory. But we can't talk about that. But anyway, that puts me off of uh, Burger King. Wait a minute, I got a question to ask you. I could have sworn, maybe I'm wrong, <laughs> that there was a machine that you put this the ingredient in, and it shoots out. It, it shoots out a, uh, a, a finished crepe. No. There has to be. <laughs> you know, we have to call. We got to call this Steve. Like art. Steve, uh, New York Sound, because he works at a place that sells these machines. And you put the stuff in on the top, and it's... I thought he worked at a bank. Well, he went to work there, but he still has connections. <laughs> That's what we need. We need a crepe maker. Well, they've got these great food <laughs> halls. I hear there's a great food hall now in Doral. I think there's one in South Beach. There's one up in... I think they're building one in Tampa. You know who built it? Lady Ann just built a food hall over in Tampa. She might have a crepe maker, too. Oh, yeah, we can send you over there. You're selling. But we got to sell more than 120. They're gonna, you're going to be... Yep. 200, 300 of these bad boys. And we need a machine to shh, 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 and you just shoot them out and you fill them and you. Like Desi and Lucy, up. where she's just on the chocolate assembly line and she's one for her and figuring it out all the way along. Yeah. That too. All right, you ready to take a commercial break? I think it'd be a great idea. <laughs> Don't be around the block. What would you put crate. in a crate? Everything. A kitchen sink. What's the kitchen sink? Everything you Everything. got. Everything. You would Everything do ham and cheese and mayonnaise. I don't know if oh, I would do that in the crate. I was at my sister's last night. They make, I don't know if you know this, mayonnaise and ketchup already mixed. Yeah. You've seen that? I created that. They make it in a jar. It's already sold. It's like a Freddy. It should be called the Freddy. Somebody took my idea <laughs> and they put it in a jar. It's a thing. <laughs> Have you ever seen thing. this? But well, now they put it in a <laughs> the jar. It in, yeah, now they sell it in a jar. Yes, now it's so put in a jar. <laughs> No more. I, it's in a squeeze. I took McDonald's to court. I'm still there 35 years later. 
That's the secret sauce. It's in a squeeze bottle now. When it's heavy on the mayo, not so much on the ketchup. I tried it yesterday. You don't need a drop of ketchup. I'm telling you, that's all it was. It's heavy on the mayo. You would love this. I've been telling you this for seven years. You would I love this. I would love it. I'm very upset. And now Hellman's, they make vegan mayonnaise. Yeah, I, I saw have. that too. <laughs> Hellman mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. I grew up always mixing those together. <laughs> Mayonnaise. So I was thinking to you yesterday, I was like, you would love this. What's that thing that they put on the truck and, and they have the powder all over it? It's like Powdered the, sugar? No, the... no the Fried the, dough? Yeah. What's it called? It has a name. Fried dough? Fried dough? Oh, he doesn't want fried. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna call. I'm going to make a call. I bet you they sell a crepe. A funnel maker. cake. That's what they're That's called. That's the thing with the hole? No, the funnel cake is like the fried dough where you... Put all the powdered sugar on it. Is that what it's called? Yes, a funnel, a funnel cake. cake. Yes. Yeah, but that's fried. Yes. He don't want fried. But you just asked me what the fried dough I'm was. I'm thinking the things that aren't fried. I don't know what to tell you. We Bake. need a bigger truck. Bake. We're going to take a commercial break. Stay tuned. Give us a call. Kenny, Freddy, Freddy, Kenny, love. Thank you for calling. Show coffee, the official coffee of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. You can pick up a bag from us or two. Contact us at 866-224-5422 or just stop on by. We're at 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard, Suite 13. Come on in. Grab a bag of our signature Brooklyn Cafe coffee. The cafe doors are always open. Welcome to Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet radio, TV production company, discover Amp2TV. Amp2TV is a full-service media company that can provide all streaming videos, video studios, radio studios, and television studios. Call us today at 866-224-5422. For no business is too small to grow to be accounted. It's time for your message to be seen. Let Ant2TV help get you there. I'm Heidi Wild, and the only moisturizer I use on my skin is Javon's Desired Radiance. Javon's quality starts with producing the goat milk of the blue herb. It could make your skin look and feel younger and more radiant, just like mine. And now, there's a Javon's Desired Radiance for men, too. Order now and find out for yourself at Javon.com. Artist Rosie Sherman paints her passions to share with everyone. Expressing herself through bold and vibrant colors, her suggestion and style are always in flux. Inspired by travels, nature, romance, and the human spirit, Rosie makes sure her depiction of women are strong and proud. Her landscapes illustrate the changing seasons in the diverse world that we live in. To find her artwork in the multiple medias you can purchase, visit rosiesherman.pixels.com. Welcome to Lost Harbor Spirits, a world where pirates inspire our spirits, treasures remain undiscovered, and flavors are infused with the essence of mysterious voyages. The distillery became one of the few women-owned craft spirits production sites in the U.S. 
From our award-winning spirits of vodka and rum to delicious gin, we're always coming up with some new and exciting flavors to keep your cocktails delicious and fresh. Contact Palm Beach Distillery at lostharborspirits.com to take a tour or purchase your favorite spirit at your local liquor store. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money and they can take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter right over here that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you right now. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And hey, we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight really hard to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time right now can save you thousands of dollars. And the best part, it's a free call. So please call right now. Call 800-651-4808. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie X. All I know is I made my soup last week. I burnt the pot. So. How do you so burn I need another. Soup I need another. I need soup. another pot. So How I tried to scrub that? it, and I couldn't get it all to burn off. So I'm like, it'll add flavor. So I made my soup again, to the burnt pot. How does one burn a pot making? One leaves the food on the stove and goes to work out. So it evaporated and it burned. Pretty much. It's okay. Are you serious? I mean, it didn't evaporate, just some of the liquid did. It was fine, and then I, I made it again, but yeah. You have to get the right skillet and the right, right? You have like the gold. Do you like to cook? You like to cook? Not really. No. <laughs> just, ki just kidding, just kidding. No, what do you do for a living? He's I cook. A chef. <laughs> just comfort food, really. <laughs> What's your favorite crepe that you guys make? Um, well, the fully loaded one, which has got tomato, cheese, ham, mushrooms. That's pretty much it. Sounds delicious. Spinach Sounds like as lunch. well. Everything in it. That's what people will often ask. What's your favorite one? So that's always what I say is number 10, which is has everything in it. I can't quite figure out your accent. <laughs> My she accent changes. is a little bit of Pennsylvania. A little bit of Florida and a little bit of British. It's a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit of all these things all rolled into one. So what are you going to do yeah. with the baby? He, she, they're going to stay with you when you're making the crepes? Yeah, we're going to figure that out. You're going to see like a bouncy seat on the outside in the cafe. It's a crepe baby. A crepe yeah. baby. Then they're going to say, man, we should have listened to that guy from the Bronx and made a crepe maker. But what a great Instagram post it'll be. You wrap the baby, you swaddle the baby, and like, here's your crepe. Like, you can do all this kind of fun stuff Get with a the baby. Get a blanket. Right? You can do so many great things. It's all about branding. You while I take orders. <laughs> all about branding. What did you do before you did arts and crafts and then before you had the crepe truck? What did I do? Yeah. What was your job? So, <laughs> I was a nanny in the past, and then right before we did the crepe truck, I was doing deliveries for DoorDash and Uber. 
I wanted flexibility. They're truly gypsies. This is like the coolest she was story a nanny ever. In the past, <laughs> she took care of babies. So she was a nanny, then a food deliverer, and then they do arts and crafts, and now they do a food truck. What's next? More food trucks. <laughs> um, you need a bigger truck. <laughs> well, I th I quite like the idea of having a cafe, and then having a few different having a few cafes, and then. Um, that's kind of it in the short short term. That's Mobile quite a big goal. Cafe. I mean, I've been homeless in my life, so that's that would be like phenomenal for for you know for us and everything. So I've had quite a, quite a hard time at different times in America. On the, I was on the streets of Baltimore for quite a while. So even to to have a successful business like that in its own would be fantastic. But um, apart from that specifically, maybe start something with the Liège Bel Belgian waffles as well because they're quite a unique awesome food and yeah. it would be good to maybe have um, sort of two different types of cafe one uh, Paris street food cafe with the experience which we're creating which we can put our heart into mm -hmm. and then Liège Belgian waffles which is like a, a sweet waffle which is it's kind of like a um, a waffle on steroids you, you said you'd had one right so they're pretty unique and um, to do some different toppings and stuff on that so we got this unique unique experience in both of those things would be nice and then um yeah that's kind of the short that well that's the short to medium term and then um traveling cafe could be a whole lot of fun yeah i guess i guess or you that, want a brick and mortar you want a real coffee if it was in the right cafe. place because yeah. you know uh, we're, not, we're not restaurant restauranteurs or any, uh, you know <laughs> Whatever, like Three Musketeers, a restauranteur, or whatever it's called. So we're not really like uh, professionals or anything, but it would be nice to establish something which was successful enough so that you could hire people on and, um, you know, show them how to do this and then, you know, have a successful business. Um, how far are you from Tampa? Oh, quite far, yeah, about four hours. We're in Jacksonville. That's what I thought. Jacksonville's up north. But, but we're Nays in Tampa, isn't she? Or is she in Jacksonville? She's in Tampa, Tampa. but they, she does events in Tampa, Georgia, Atlanta. Uh, but it's, it's very inexpensive to do her events. Mm -hmm. That's the first good deal. That's and I don't know of anybody who has a truck like yours. That's the second good deal. I mean, you'll talk and you'll see if it's for you. It's not for everybody, but they do really, really well on the Saturday shops. That's very, very well. So, so more to come. Um, what I'm intrigued is that at least you have different ideas of what you want to do. You're not quite sure what it is. And that's really what's going on with the community right now. Everybody's like, you know, what do I do next? How do I make my dollar go further? Inflation eats away at my expenses. You know, what you were making um, $2,000 and you came home with a certain profit margin, it's now less because people that buy the program is less. Now, I thought that crepes was a breakfast food. I'm thinking of, of syrup and butter and powder, but you guys are treating it like ham and cheese and Cubano yeah, sandwich and there's all sorts of stuff you can do with a crepe. Yeah, it's different to that. In Europe, you know, one of our customers come up and uh, that there was a, a guy, a guy and his um, partner came up from Poland and then, you know, you didn't have to tell them anything because they made a beeline in this big festival with all these different food trucks. They're like, shoom. Because like once you've experienced them, you know, um, 
in whichever community you're from, if you if you just have a bit of exposure to them, then you know it's kind of like, oh yeah, no, I, that's what I want to go and get. And there's no grease, there's no deep fat frying, so you don't really have to cross that whole. Fair you know, food. do I want to feel yucky right. afterwards? Yeah. Like we we both um, been on quite strict diets for quite a while, so it's just a good fit for us. You know, mm. we could deep fry something and make five times as much money but you know it's like this it's a little bit of your authenticity in it you know if you don't yeah. do that i was um about i was about 80 pounds heavier at one point wow. so i've come quite far and what kick started that was my son was vegan for a while and he uh, he was living with me going to school to do his music and everything and uh, he made me do it for a while he made me go vegan i was like <laughs> so hard you like everything you enjoy is in the list of things that are not vegan basically and it, but it kicked, it kicked start my metabolism in such a way that I kind of got over. It's like really good. It's like that shift, that change, you know. And then even even though I'm not vegan anymore, he's not vegan anymore. He's gone through that phase and he's at the other side. Um, we're still pretty strict about what we eat, and you know we hardly ever do anything that's like typical fast food. We'll break down and go to get one of those taquito things at a gas station if you're absolutely, you know, haven't <laughs> eaten for three days and there's nothing else. But uh, apart from that, you know, we, we're pretty strict. You know, we make everything from scratch. Jassy's trying to eat mostly organic because of being pregnant, you know. So. Um, Do you know if you're having a boy or a girl? Not yet. <laughs> you're going to find out or going to be a surprise? Um, well, hopefully next week. Oh, yes, you're going to find out. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. I'm going to get the little guy in his first media presentation on video. <laughs> well, congratulations on losing the weight and making the commitment. I think Thank you. Um, Kathy with the professional rule breaker would be is perfect to even work with essentially a startup business on repurposing and, and branding and all of those things that I talked to her about today. Aren't we going Thursday to the vegan mobster? What is it? Plant-based mafia, yes. Plant-based mafia. Yeah. Vegan they, they Italian food in Palm Beach. Because I was vegan. Yeah, you too. can do it really good, okay. can't you? Yes. They changed it now. Where now you can do things that taste like things we right. like. Right. And it's all plant-based. I didn't have any of those when I was being forced to do it. I was going, <laughs> I was going the old school. You know, you're just going to eat this, Dad, and you're just going to eat that. But we we found a vegan food truck the other day, and that was incredible. That what they they yeah. did things which basically like ribs. I was like, how, how are you getting away with this? <laughs> they, you can really do that if you're if you're willing to have a lot of salt and sugar and um, sugar in the mix. That's the kind of compromise I'm yeah. finding that's a bit hard to overcome with vegan. Is that you you basically have to have a whole bunch of that added in to compensate for it. For the flavor. To, to do it without right. sacrificing that side of things, because as soon as you have too much sugar and salt, you're basically kind of playing the same game as if you were eating anything yep. else, you know. Exactly true. So, but I, I believe that there's people probably, the people that you're going to see are probably doing it really well. Um, maybe we should think about that too. <laughs> right? A healthy vegan food truck, yeah, sure. Not the high sugar. Do the crepe thing, but then a cater. A guy came up, I felt so sorry for him yeah. last night because he wanted a vegetarian crepe. And, uh, you know, it was, so, it was so hard. I was trying to appease the guy because, you know, we have basically some products that you could classify as vegetarian but our crepe plates you would mix up what you do on them so there's no way i'm going to say to a really strict vegetarian no this would never no no ham has ever touched this product uh you know and i felt like i was doing some sort of microaggression at the guy because i i couldn't say categorically and i could see i was like i was feeling his pain he was like well no no the, you know just he just wanted me to say that there would be no way any meat would touch yeah. this and i couldn't do it and generally it wouldn't because it's inside of it but we can't guarantee that 
We, we provided yeah. a safe space, which was a different food truck, <laughs> and we were all okay at the end of the experience, yeah. but it was, it was tough. That's Very funny. Cool. Dude, we've had a lot of people come up, um, even in like the last week, right? Be like, oh, I just came back from France, or I just came back from Paris. Like, I think people are I'm traveling so more. I'm excited to see your truck, so it's, it's pretty cool. Yes, people. Are, my daughter just got back from France, actually, Saturday, Sunday night. See what I mean? Everyone's <laughs> just come back it's from like France. So many people. Yep, she just got back. So the food is unbelievable, and the wine. She said is just. You could have. I don't know if you can do wine, but effortlessly flowing. She said it was never an empty glass. She the and they she each had a bottle of wine at some point. And the funny thing is, is because when they were doing research into all this about kids, because they they let kids are like twelve, or so drink. Oh, no, my daughter's 30. She's old enough to drink. I, well, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I hear you. Um, but basically they do, right? So they did some research into alcoholism. Because in the UK, you can drink at um, 18. Here it's 21. But yep. they're a lot more strict in the UK. But because they're quite lenient like that in France and different and Italy, they have a lot less problems with um, severe alcoholism than they do in, in countries like where I come from. Because I, I, my, my father had a drinking problem all of his life, you know. But the thing is, it's in the mentality of the people, it's completely, um, it's like a safe way to just drink. And they don't see it as at all anything other than um, sort of social bonding in a way. It's just an extension of like warmth towards each other. Oh, here, have a little bit of wine. Uh, Joey, you might only be three and uh, I'll change your diaper after, but you know, have a little bit of wine. <laughs> the, the, they just think it's okay, you know, different and it never cultures. becomes an issue because <laughs> they don't ban it, you know. But it might be kind of cool if you could sell beer and wine to go with the crepes, a whole little cafe and espresso machine. The espresso machine I was like talking about yesterday. Yeah. You have to sort of uh, set that up quite carefully with the food truck because you don't have the mains water going into it and you have the, um, the power that you need for it. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a specialist thing. It's almost like doing a separate truck wow. um, because you have to put that much thought into it because of how much water it's going to use. And, um, you know, with the regulations and everything, you know, you've got to have hot water to do your dishes in a self-contained unit. Mm -hmm. That's the way they treat it in Florida is like, you know, you're a self-contained thing, so you have to be able to function without somebody else and then the coffee gets added into that so you can imagine how much water you'd need and you want it to be a certain quality and the machines have to be really good because otherwise you're gonna you know you can't just put a Kerrig in the corner and hope for the best more to come no you know, I, I have a machine that you put the espresso yeah we do that it, it, it's a little it's a machine like this it has a coffee on one side and a little espresso on the oh. other and you pop one I'm gonna tell you what you need is a bigger truck and you pop one of those there, and there's your espresso, which I think will go really good with the crepes. Well, we do the little pots at home, you know, the ones that you do on oh, the, the gas little stove. Pods? Yep. Like the yeah, but is that espresso? That's more like they have yeah, espresso, espresso. pot. Espresso. That's an espresso actually pot. Yeah, but that's not old school. school. <laughs> yeah, take it. You gotta bang it out to clean it, put some more, and go. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's all part of the experience. Yeah. That's like making a crepe. Circle, <laughs> bang it out. Like it's all part of the same thing, you know. It's a whole lot of time, a whole lot of banging going on. People find you by hashtag Florida Crepes. Yeah, on Instagram yeah. and um, Facebook. Facebook. Awesome. For the old people in the world, Facebook apparently is <laughs> where all the old people go now. I guess. Did you know that? What it's do you call uh, Facebook when you put money in for a cause? An ad? No. What's it called? You put, no. A fund me? Go fund me? We're going to do a go fund me. 
to get a bigger truck. Okay. All right. We're, we're partnering with you guys on that. And I'm going to tell you something. You never know. This, you, people are crazy. Those 4,500 people who did not get minus 120 who did not get a crate last <laughs> night would do a GoFundMe and get a bigger truck. Bigger truck, more room. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for having it us. It's been a pleasure. I hope you take a bag Thank of you. coffee. We will. First coffee on the truck. We will. We'll Our crew is very busy doing what they're doing. Everyone's working and doing, but we've got some great new things coming out of the studio coming up tonight. We're 7 o'clock live. Tell us your biz. Brooklyn Cafe show after hours. Maybe yeah, we'll Frank. send that over. We've got Frank Rafola. We're going to bring all those books with us. Tell us your biz, no. What are we doing? Cafe after hours? No. What? I don't. I don't know. I what thought are we Frank doing? was doing. Is it tell us your biz or after hours? Whatever you want to do. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. What are you doing? Uh, we can brand it however which way you them. want. I'm, I'm trying to get you awake. Yay. Is what I'm trying to do. It's two o'clock. This hangover from yesterday is like wow. We have a 7 o'clock tonight. Yes. What are we doing? Frank. No, I know that's the guest. What are we, I think what's it, the name of the show? I think it's Cafe After Hours. Okay. So that's, we'll send that over. That's new? I think. Just like we did on Thursday with Cece. That was Tells Your Bit. No, we played After Hours on Thursday. Oh, so I guess we're doing the Cafe After. Oh, and, I know why you want to do it. And then we've got Jordana Foster at 730. We've got Rebooted the Podcast with Alita. She'll be coming in any minute. Three o'clock. Three o'clock with that. And our crew is busy working on some new branding and some new ideas. They're very quiet, so I'm not quite sure what they're doing. Probably and something. Bailey and Kira are in there, so I'm a little nervous on what's going on on the other room. They're probably sleeping. I don't know what they're doing. Is that a thing that women do? What? You paint one fingernail different than the others? One on each hand, yes. Isn't that kind of cute? That's kind of weird. Why? Who does that? Everybody. Everybody paints one thing on one nail? Yes. What do you got on yours? A flag. A flag? It's American flag, yeah. On, on these fingers? My ring fingers. Oh, your ring American flag. flag, yeah. Because yesterday was the 4th of July. And that's a thing? Yes. I find out crepes isn't a breakfast meal no more. Welcome to Florida. Florida. Crepes I, aren't just for breakfast anymore, I went, exactly. I went, I went to Greece, and I went to the island of Mykonos, and I asked for a pizza. And the guy brought me a ham and cheese sandwich. And the cheese was that white goat cheese thing, whatever that's called. What's feta? That called? Feta. Feta, 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 whatever. So I said to the guy, can I ask you a question? Where's the pizza? He says, there's a pizza there. And he's giving me this Italian accent, and he's Greek. And I said, this is not a pizza. This is a ham sandwich with cheese. So the guy goes, ah, you come back here. Show me how you make a pizza. So I went back there, and I said, so you have sauce. Now, they didn't have regular pizza sauce. So I had to improvise with tomatoes and all that other stuff. And then I put chunks of the pizza in there, and I put it in there, and it came out, and I cut it up. The guy went crazy on me. He started inviting the whole town. I was, my, I was on my um, honeymoon? honeymoon, and I had left my wife at the hotel because she wasn't feeling well. And here I am making pizza for the next six hours. So she comes looking for me, and we're drinking wine and having pizza. This was your honeymoon? Yeah. And she says to me, what are you doing? I said, making pizza. They put a sign, Freddy's Pizza. <laughs> Freddy's bodega everywhere he goes. It was ridiculous. It's been a pleasure having you guys join us. We had Bonnie with us. More to come later today. I Tomorrow we are live in New York on WGHT 1500 New York City and 98.3 North Jersey. And I guess WNN now is now officially Oldies. 
with Vic Canellis Radio, 95.3 and 96.9 FM, 1470 AM. So a lot of changes happening. Do I get a book? You can have a book. I guess the key is, it? no. I'm not finished. There's I'll another one. I want the new one. I don't want the ones with your fingers. Follow your passion, know your purpose, know your why, and keep it going. Have a great day, everyone. Stay safe. Please be kind to each other, and we will see you in a little bit. Don't be. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show's over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow the Broken Cafe on Facebook at the Broken Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time.